0: We are musicians, and we chatted about peacocks, performing, and making a living in music. Keika Filipowicz is a singer and songwriter based in New York City. She just released her new single, Easy Way Out, and you can hear her music on her YouTube channel, Keika Music, K-A-Y-K-A, music. We chatted online, and Keika told me where she's from and her relationship with peacocks. Illinois didn't really stick because I left at age eight. So what I remember of Illinois is like the zoo. You know, I, I remember my neighbors had ducks. It's not like, you know, <laughs> I, I just remember animals. So, um, but my <laughs> family is from India. That's where my parents are from. So my name Keika is actually an Indian name, although it's not a very common Indian name. Um, It's from a song that uh, my parents liked. And, you know, peacocks are a big common bird in India. You don't see too many of them around here, you know, maybe in the zoo or whatever. But peacocks roam like, I don't know if as frequently as pigeons, but they're kind of like commonplace in India, you know. But here's the reality. The peacock doesn't really have a very beautiful voice. You know what? I like it though. I got the unusual name because I'm the performer, right? I didn't even have to change my name I just kept it there may be something to that I actually think there is I do believe your name impacts how you're treated as you're growing up and it, it changes how that changes it molds who you're going to be so probably having a different name did do something I'm sitting around hanging out I've got nothing to How does a young teenager who has music ability and a love for music, you're in New York. How how did that first gig come about? Well, you know, it's interesting. I bet I bet everybody has a different story. So my story, um, and back back then I was in uh, New Jersey. Then that was the first time I went to college. So I went to Fairleigh Dickinson University <laughs> when I was pursuing my English degree, and I remember it's like I can't wait to get out of this college because I just wanted to do music, you know, and that's where years later I went back to me. But I remember feeling very frustrated that I wasn't doing music, so I started playing guitar in college. Like, now this is cool. And then that's actually when I started singing. At when you're playing guitar, you know, you're kind of really dependent on somebody else singing. If you're just, you know, if you're playing rock songs, I was like, oh, I'm gonna sing, you know. So then I started singing, playing guitar, and then I started studying voice and. There are all these little events like open mics and stuff, you know, when you're like a college kid, you know, they have all these like little things where you could perform. So I started performing that way, where I just started networking with people and then some of the like little local places were looking for people to play, so that's how I started doing it and then I just never stopped since then. If you want to feel like went to to college was probably not atypical you just go right after high school but you know when you're that young you don't know what you want but then later I went back for music because then it made more sense because I do music you know and here I am and now I have my music degrees so yeah it's all good now. What was that moment when you knew music is going to be the thing When I was going for English, and I would play like 10 hours a day. What was your purpose in making that wonderful video that you sent me? That's actually my most recent single that I'm just waiting for to finish up the distribution process. So um, the popular trend to keep people interested is releasing singles and releasing them frequently, as opposed to a long time ago. Everyone did the big album and you had to wait a year or two in between, sometimes more, just to put together your 12 to 15 songs. I mean, that's not even recommended anymore because they feel like by the time you're putting that together, no one's going to remember you. And also just the way people listen to music, they just like to, they just want to hear that song. So um this is just one of the newest things that I'm releasing, and I I intend to release maybe a song every like couple months, one one to two months. So you work with the team. Um. Well, I don't work with the team, but then again, even if you don't work with the team, there's always resources that you access. So well, what that is... video looks like you had a videographer. You had I someone actually missing. I did not. <laughs> It, it's just me and a, v- a very interesting video app. <laughs> and I also just used fun clips that I took over the years just like socially for fun and I actually just cut and basically I did it all together myself. It's better to try to do the best that you can with what's available. and it, they, there's resources nowadays that you can actually make a really good video yourself this whole quarantine, I feel like musicians have been impacted like enormously because I see, you know, there's a lot of communication on social media, especially when there was like the first stages of quarantine where like nobody could leave and everyone was terrified. Everybody was just on social media talking to each other about, you know, what are we doing? And, And I just found that musicians have made the most out of not being able to leave the house. And it's really turned a lot of people who are dependent on others, having to do things themselves. So I feel like the whole industry of recording music is, I I guess the recording studios may be negatively (laughs) impacted because I used to record my music in studios. And now I'm starting to get the tools to just do home recordings. And I feel like that's going to be my future because just like I made my own video, they're making it easier for us to do it ourselves because the technology has gotten better. I, I don't know, it, I just feel like I recently started recording my own stuff and that may be my future where I'm just recording and producing my own stuff. So right now I'm kind of in an in-between thing where I have stuff that I had recorded and now I'm taking some of it and using some online companies. So I'll send them stuff that I had recorded and they'll add some stuff on top of it with live musicians, you know. So there's a team there's, that I'm working with But I don't know. I feel like as time goes on, I might be able to just produce everything on my own. Where do you teach? I used to work in like music stores where they would do after school lessons. But, you know, this whole COVID thing, it's really changed our lifestyle. So I do the Zoom teaching now. I'm actually doing quite well, I guess, because of all what's happened. in-home lessons is very popular. Do you feel like it's lesser? No, it's more. (laughs) You don't feel like you're losing anything? In terms of the quantity of students, I have more um, because I just think people need stuff to do. Um, I adapted how to teach just from being forced to do it. Um, It is different. You do lose some things, but what you end up doing is you have to learn to teach in a different way. So because I adapted my methods of teaching, I do it fine, but it's definitely different than doing it in person. Um, If you're the type of person that doesn't know how to adapt, you could potentially be in trouble. But I found I was able to get really good at it just from being forced to do it. You teach singing? Uh, I do singing, also guitar and piano. I was doing out of a couple different music stores, just, you know, going there. So they were like retail music stores where they sell instruments, uh, but they also have like after school lessons. So I was working for a couple different places. And then, you know, a lot of these businesses had to shut down, but then they started offering the, the Zoom option. And then all my students were like, okay. And then at this point, you know, a lot of people are still Preferring to do remote, so I'm actually still continuing to do it that way. Sounds like you might even be more of your own business person now because you're not dependent on the store as the location. Yeah, the only thing is I'm still going through them uh, because it is their students. So I don't, you know, I don't mind working for them because it's it's easy for me to not have to worry about it. They just give me the schedule, and you know, so it's it's working for them. But there's a an ease of, you know, I don't have to travel and almost slightly like doing my own thing in the sense that I can schedule them differently because I'm working out of my home. If like, there's a certain time that doesn't work, I can actually move them around and put it to what's convenient um, rather than having to rely on them to like put in the time. So, you know, there, there is some more flexibility. I'm gonna be here. reality is teaching gives me a very steady source of income. And if you want to be able to do things like recording, there's money that I do have to put into it. So the fact that I have that steady, that's my stable source of income. But at the same time, I don't feel like I have this like lame o job that's cutting into my I mean I'm still doing music. So it's wonderful to be able to make my income still doing music so i i i not only can't quit teaching i I mean it's not in my best interest but you know why why stop if i can offer that service to people i mean as a musician i don't feel like i'm making all these sacrifices It's, it's wonderful that i can give the gift of music to other people but it's also my stability um For me, the teaching works so well as just every week. It's so, and you know, it's not like I'm even forcing. It's just, some things just come naturally uh, when it comes to businesses. And if it's just something I naturally was able to do. So if that comes naturally, I think that's a good way to make a living. My craft is very important to who I am. So I plan on just continuing to record music, distribute it, uh, write music. I mean, it, it just, it never ends. As long as you're a creative person, it's just like a, it's a lifetime thing and it's great. It doesn't sound like you necessarily have to make a lot of money at your creative side. For me, and that's my decision, I just like the craft. So I, my goal isn't trying to make a living through my music my I make a living through teaching my goal is I want to express my craft and show it to the world so yeah but you know everyone's different I do know people who are very driven and their thing is I want to make money through my music and you know what good for them if if that's their what's driving them then they should be driven that way and maybe that's their thing you know Um, for me I just I love it and and I, you can't stop me from doing it but i'm not gonna sit around like with dollar signs like what can i do to make money off my music i'm gonna distribute my music and when i'm doing it if i'm making money that's wonderful My family they were doctors so you know when people are just from that you know we we're talking about that serious type of profession sometimes they're actually not aware of how to survive outside of that and they see it as just a flaky, unstable thing you know but then they saw that uh, oh you actually can make a living besides music when I was younger I would also do things like you know like I would be in plays you know that's just not that I'm an actress but you know it's just any type of performance enhances your craft. So, you know, I went to this like little school of performing arts where I was in plays. And I remember the woman that owned it, her son was a musician and he was actively doing gigs. I know it's because she was telling me, she's like, oh, my son does what you do. And she was just like, yeah, he should do it. Why not? And I was like, I think it's so funny how she's so supportive because she owns a school of performing arts. So she's so aware of how that business is, whereas my family just they just didn't know so that's why they weren't supportive but you know I just did it anyway and like they became very supportive later so it's fine but sometimes if you want to do something different then just go do it and then then people see that you're successful and happy they who are they to judge and they frequently won't if anything they're often envious of you if there's somebody who didn't have the courage to do something they wanted to do people can get scared of the arts and just see it as just like this flaky, starving artist, crazy person thing to do. But I just, I don't know. I feel like my biggest gift is that I just love it so much. And it's just so much fun for me, you know, and I just never let anybody knock me down. And I see other people, you know, I knew people like, Oh, I always wanted to do that. But my, my family was so against it. I was like, so was mine. So, you know, like, I don't know, but everyone's different. Some people, it's such a thorn in their side. They can't get over it, you know, but I just think it it just brings me joy and that's what it drives me. Yeah, I'm taking the easy way, the easy way. Out. This is Jana Cole, the creator of We Are Musicians podcast. You can leave me a voicemail at anchor.fm/jana-cole9. Maybe I'll play your message on a future podcast, and I really appreciate your feedback.